It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like the rest of us. Hey, Merman. Yo. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Ooh, thanks to all of you supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And we probably will watch it. Now, let's get to raging. But first... Here's a word from our sponsor. Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. No dancing this week again. No, we just doing some cinema. Cinema? We say screw you to the streaming. Screw you streaming. I like streaming. I like streaming too. But you know what I like better than streaming? I like going to the cinema. Mm. Eating popcorn. Going to the lobby. I like popcorn. Getting ourselves a snack. Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. And get ourselves a treat. Mm. All right. So we saw, uh, what did we see? Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. So Fantastic Beats. 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 I don't like beets. Really? I just had some beets the other day and they were delicious. Were they roasted? Delicious. No, they weren't. I actually just chopped them up and threw them on some. I don't remember what it was, but you put beets on it. Yeah, it's like bam. It's like bam. They were fantastic beets. I love good beets. So, uh, what we saw was actually called Fantastic Beasts. Not Beats. The Secrets of Dumbledore. It was visually stunning. It was well acted, and the special effects were as good as a festival of CGI could be. Mads Mikkelsen as Gellert Ginderwald and Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore are always good in everything they do. Eddie Redmayne, I really can't talk today. No, you cannot. Eddie Redmayne seems to be at home as the awkward Newt Scamander. Ezra Miller as Credence and Dan Folger as Jacob are also good in their roles, but the spectacle of the special effects and the good performances cannot completely make up for a story that never really seemed to find its pace. In the moment, I kind of enjoyed the film on that (laughs) level. You know, it was light. It was pretty to look at. But honestly, it's now a few days later and I really don't remember what I watched. I know there were wizards and magic and a weird zombie deer-like creature that chooses leaders. But I don't really remember the story. Or was that it? I think that was it. That was it. Anyway. Pretty sure Kylo Ren showed up at some point. I really don't have strong feelings one way or the other about this one. So and you know what I suppose means. it makes it a man. <laughs> it kind of does equal math for you, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel there are two types of people. Wizarding people and non-wizarding people. Or muggles or wizards. 
I happen to fall in the wizarding camp. The fantasy world that J.K. Rawlings has created is a fantasy-driven story that progressed from a child and his friends to a more complex layered adult-themed story for older kids. These stories are not overly complex, and just like some people get their joy from action films, like maybe Murray, or Bryce from his films about walking. walking. That's right. <laughs> I enjoy a good fantasy film, but I do really like great fantasy films. This one is not one of those. Don't get me wrong. There are lots of things I liked about this, but also things I didn't like, like the characters. They have developed over the three movies. But this one, they also introduced new characters, which left the original cast of characters kind of watered down and most of the cast was actually absent for most of the movie. I love Eddie Redmayne. I like the quirky character he has created. But again, this story, we do see mostly him. But again, a watered down version of him. The story idea is not completely original and does have a Harry Potter-like spin to it, but it seems almost forced at times. I'm happy that they put a gay character in it, but it seems so much in passing, almost like JK Rawlings is trying to suck up to the community for her stupid comments about trans people. And the development of both Dumbledore and Grindelwald were rushed and pretty much absent to build any real nemesis between them, especially if they were lovers. It seems for the most part that they rushed everything. Of that, the ending was long and sort of a whole Lord of the Rings way too long and too many endings, almost like a Lord of the Rings ending, but it was more like, almost like a Lord of the Rings ending, but it wasn't quite a Lord of the Rings ending because there wasn't as many endings as the Lord of the Rings ending, but that's kind of what it felt like. Oh, you lost me. Remember Lord of the Rings had 72 endings? This one had less than 72, but it seemed like there was at least 40. I got like a vague recollection of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, just remember the endings was too many, and so was this. Oh, okay. Yeah. CGI, for the most part, was done pretty well. The acting was strong, but overall, this film is worse than, worse than the first one and better than the second one. Yes. I love The Wizarding World, but not this film. I really enjoyed Newt back and especially his crab dance walk. But this film overall was a little meh for too many characters, some silly plot ideas, Alakazam and poof. I hope this is the last one you make. Bam, low meh. Not even close to the last one they're gonna make. Oh, please tell me it's the last one. Oh, no. they, they can't they've decide. Already, they've already got like five plans. Yeah, well, Ugh, please. This one sucked so bad. If they, they, yeah, like the second one was because the end of this movie, they basically it, it basically resolved things more or less. Yeah. Okay. So what's with this Did creature they? that they hang the whole existence of our universe on? Yeah, that like, was stupid. That was so dumb. Sorry, Maritz. Go ahead. Oh, it was stupid. We I can think. talk about how dumb that is in a minute. Yeah. 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 We should. So, what was the point of it all? No, really. That's what I was asking myself throughout this whole movie. That's Wizards. Having never seen a single Harry Potter or Fantastic Beasts film, this movie really had no meaning for me. Lots of interesting magic tricks. Are magicians so lazy they can't even carry a cup of tea? Like nope. they have to levitate everything? Yes. That was stupid. Tila Levioso. Um, I found Eddie Redmayne's character actually very annoying. Really? I and really like it's a good him. thing I Me skipped too. the other films. Uh, his The creepy voice he talked with, just yes. the whole thing annoyed me. Oh, uh, well, the only good. character I liked was the Kylo Ren wannabe. I don't even know who you're talking Love about. Love the duel with Jude Law. Oh. Um, the rest of it, I was bored with. What's a Kylo Ren? I think that's his Mads Mikkelsen, maybe? A Star Wars reference. I know that. Uh, but the guy with the long black hair? Oh, that dude. Yeah, him. Kylo Ren. That's all he was. Kylo Ren lookalike guy. Basically, he was dude. a guy who turned evil because he had issues with his family. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Issues. Keep up. Yeah. The guy that was, what's his name? Son. Well, family. Was it son? Was it yeah. brother? I it was his family anyway, member. It was family. It was family. Anyway, he was evil, sort of. He was evil, but he was good at the end. Yeah. Like Kylo Ren. 
kind of looked a bit like him. So yeah, I was bored with this film. So a few fun facts for you regarding the Fantastic Beast curse. Uh-oh. Which is a real thing. I didn't know there was a real thing. First of all, Mads Mikkelsen replaced Johnny Depp. Yes. Who was accused of spousal abuse. Yes. And is still in the middle of a volatile court case. He is. And was asked to step down. Then there's Ezra Miller. Yes. A.K.A. The Flash slash Barry Allen from yes. the DC Universe. In 2020, choked a woman in a bar in Iceland. Threw her on the ground. Captured on video, too. Um, then he, uh, just this year threatened a KKK clan member on video, North Carolina, which can't blame him, I guess. Then arrested in Hawaii for harassing people in a karaoke bar, like grabbing the microphone and just being obnoxious. Uh, has at least 10 different police incidents involving videotaping people at a gas station and has a restraining order by a couple who claimed Miller was trying to steal their things. Yet Miller still has a Flash movie coming out. Then there's the Queen Bee herself, J.K. Rowling. Her anti-LGBTQ comments have basically made her a pariah. And um, garnered respect by Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Putin wow. likes her. Wow. Uh, of course, this has nothing to do with the actual film. No. Other no. than Max, What's it have to do I with the price really couldn't China? find anything to like about this movie. Okay. And definitely wasn't his best work. So it's an abracadabra rage. <laughs> rage. Right. So uh, sorry, hope, what was the, the last sorry, what was the curse again? I'm kind of confused. The curse no is curse. the Fantastic Beast, not the Harry Potter movies, right. but the Fantastic Beast. Right. Since they started making them, they've had bad things but, happen. Nothing but trouble. And yet people are still going to see them. They're still going to see the movie. But yeah, all the off-screen stuff is basically bringing it down. Gotcha. But anyway, so yeah, I gave it a rage. All right. Well, I I don't... If you've never seen it... Bryce, you got to watch the other two before watching it, right? Yeah, I watched it right before. Yeah, so you kind of had a little bit of a... I actually, I'd seen them both before. I forgot about them both. <laughs> They're kind of forgettable, actually. I thought about it. I couldn't even uh, find them. In contrast to the Harry Potter. Probably on Disney or no, something. No, Harry Potter is also completely forgettable. Yes, there you go. I have no idea. I, I think he had, like, some sort of weird thing on his head. Hit a scar. And... Stuff happens, to had him. And his yeah, friends. Hermione had six and or seven Ron. friends. And Tons of friends. They try, Everybody I don't know, loves Harry I don't Potter. remember what it was about at all. I believe... Um. No, I, I don't. You, know. I guess no. What a boy yeah. wizard, was Dustin Hoffman in the movies? Sure. So. Okay. What? Who? Did Gary he, Oldman was in the who, movies. Who did Dustin Hoffman play in the Harry Potter movies? He played Dustin Hoffman. Really? No, he's not in. No, Okay, so Ray, I, Ray I remember I remember Dustin Hoffman being in the Harry Potter. But more, more, more importantly, he's not. But more importantly, wasn't that creature that's supposed to point out like that whole plot summary yeah, thing the, was, the, was the goat dumb. thing with I the like fire goat, belly? The goat, I like the all the creatures. Fu- well, I like the, little, I, I like the creatures. I get it. I it but like the whole plot is the whole plot is this like a little baby deer. Gear, deer I thought it was going to be a dragon. It was like a deer goat dragon. A deer goated dragon. Yeah. Yeah, it was dumb. That part was really dumb. The whole world was waiting on what the deer goat thing has to say. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, the deer goat's right. Let's all believe that. I'm like, these are all supposedly intelligent wizards and and witches. And they're just like, oh, yeah, let's believe everything about the goat. And then how easy was it for Mads Mikkelsen's character to pull the the wool, intentional wool over their eyes? There could have been thousands of years of deer goat making super good decisions and never been wrong. Well, they never brought... Why would they doubt them They didn't even know they existed because they had to go find it. It's like all the decisions made were before. They found it so they could do this. Yeah, yeah, but... All the decisions made prior to that were made in a regular vote. I don't even know what I'm defending. Let's yes, you move on to the next movie. <laughs> it was dumb. That's all I want to say. Well, from and go- it was mad. Go- and it made well, the movie was low mad. It made or, no sense. And it was like a t- gradual progression. You yeah, gave it a mat. I gave it a low mat, and then Murray. No, gave it got the- worse as the movie went on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to talk about a movie I, called. I also like the Crab Walk. Isn't it great? It was good. I, I like Eddie Redmayne. I he's, do too. He's adorable. I do and most of the time. He's just, very good in this character. If anybody's I, ever been at home in a character, that yeah, it's like him. He, he just it's him. Me. I think that's. I don't think he was acting. No, he's just. It's just I, Eddie Redmayne he's when he's adorable. at home. It's when he's at home. <laughs> okay, so now we went and saw a movie called Cow. 
Moo. Uh, now they say this is a documentary, it but is. Andrea Arnold's latest film, this is more of a horror story no. full of jump scares, torture and depravity. What? This film is not for the faint of heart nope. as we journey through a year in a stately older cow in their final year of life. This is no dialogue except from farmers and vets that interact with her. And we get to see her daughter, number 481, which is her last three digits in her name, as I fondly like to call her. Cute little 481. There are small moments of joy and cuteness, along with moments to reflect and meditate in such times as looking at the stars or grazing in fields. There are so many little tiny funny moments like seeing fireworks go off in the mating session of our cow's romantic engagement with the chosen bull to impregnate her. There is nothing hidden in this film, as you definitely get everything, and I mean everything, that happens in the last year of this majestic animal. Through the quietness of this film's style, you see this cow has a mind, a heart, and material, ma sorry, maternal instincts. You also see that she is depressed and sad that the life she leads, especially when she cries and moos when they take her babies from her moments after she's given birth and take them away to live a separate life from her. As she goes back to her grind, which becomes her repetitive life, the repetition of this film is what I think helps to connect us more deeply to this cow. It's sad and dreadful, and for a few moments, very beautiful. You know the fate of our friend cow, well before the film's end, but it still doesn't fully prepare you for the scene that will certainly traumatize anyone who views it. This film will stay with me for the rest of my life after seeing this film. Cow to some people may be delicious, but Cow the movie is sad and beautiful, and it is motherfucking Mondo. Mm. Okay, so Cow. Cow should be required viewing for everyone. Everyone should know where their food comes from. It is an objective view of the life of a dairy cow. We watch the day-to-day -day of cow 1129. The film opens with her giving birth and then moments later, with remnants of the birth still hanging from her vagina, they connect hoses to her udder, the suction is turned on, and it is back to work, giving, or rather having, her milk taken from her. We then see a heartbreaking scene as mom desperately wants to nurse her calf, but is shoved aside as some dude bottle feeds it. The calf is then taken away from mom as mom wails in heartbreaking anguish. The calf is then isolated as it starts its training to be a dairy cow. From there on, it's heartbreaking scene after heartbreaking scene. We witness the day-to-day -day of cow 1129. Her life is basically have milk taken from her constantly. As soon as she is able to get her pregnant, uh, as soon as she is able, get her pregnant, mm -hmm. milk, 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 give birth, have her baby taken away from her again, milk, 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 and so on. And then we come to the conclusion of the dock where 11, cow 1129 is no longer productive and you probably know what happens at this point. If you can watch this and continue to enjoy your dairy products, then so be it. I cannot. This dock did not show me anything I did not already know, but I've never seen the subject presented in this way, showing the life of one cow. It was extremely effective and extremely upsetting. I would hope that you give this film a thought the next time you add cream to your coffee. Cow was a real bummer, but it was also Mondo. Yeah, bummer is probably a good word for this this film. And and interestingly enough, this is a large operation, but there is in contrast to that, there is dairy farms that don't treat yes. the animals the same. That like half, organic half of my family run them. Like organic independent farms that do it not defending it because Bryce is a vegan and I think the value of this film to your point is something everybody should see this I can't believe like I felt bad there was a in the theater there was probably a 10 year old or a 9 year old girl I think they should there. be I think they should be shown in fucking oh. elementary school well yeah this well I don't know that scene is pretty traumatic even for yeah for, for anyone yeah but that that's not how they all go but I mean I don't know some of it some of it I think was 
to get us to think a certain way, which I'm, in this particular case, I'm perfectly fine with. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to make comment that Andrea Arnold's, I think, is meant to be a documentary filmmaker. I, I really did not like um, American Honey. In contrast, I think that I she was trying to prepare herself. I loved American Honey. I think she was trying to prepare herself to make a documentary, but she didn't make a documentary. But after making that, I'm glad she made this. That's all I can say. Yeah, American Honey, for those people who don't know, it's one of the only movies I walked out of because I thought it was so terrible. Yeah, in all the years I've known Jim, it's the only movie I ever remember him actually walking out of. That's, so, that's the one that that I liked, right? Shia that's LaBeouf. the one. That, yeah. The Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. It's it's completely but, but terrible. The, but the gypsies in America selling stuff. Yeah, yeah it, was it was awful. It was fantastic. It was terrible. But, Andrea Arnold, you can make documentaries all day long. I'll be there to watch them. There you go. All right. We got two Mondos, Murray. What are you doing? Get up, get off the pot. Mondo. Is it 420? Or he maybe he's on the pot. Mondo. <laughs> it is 420. <laughs> All right, moving on to Father Stew, starring Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. When injury ends his amateur boxing career, Stuart Long moves to LA to find money and fame as an actor. Well, he's scraping by as a as a supermarket clerk. He basically meets a, a Latina a woman who goes to church, uh, and he tries to win her over. So basically, then he has a motorcycle accident, leaves him wondering what what he can do. So he decides he wants to be a priest. Uh, and pretty much the whole movie was filled with f bombs and obscene, obscene language. So it made me doubt he was actually going to do it. But now, Mark Wahlberg is a mystery wrapped in an enigma surrounded by a paradox basically he's an onion boogie nights the yep. big hit planet of the apes rock star the departed the happening the fighter pain and gain ted transformers uncharted seems for every good movie he makes he makes two bad ones so i didn't know what to expect from this film judging by the trailer not much you know what i actually liked it i knew nothing about the actual person so the gut punch halfway through the film actually surprised me up until that point i thought the guy was a joke and he was making fun of religion hmm. i had some hearty laughs and was Pleasantly surprised to learn that Mel Gibson can still deliver a good performance once in a while when he wants to. Ooh, really? Uh, Jackie Weaver was amazing, at times both nurturing and aggravating. The story actually moved me, yet did not make me want to run to a Catholic church. Uh, <laughs> been there, done that, moved on. Uh, I wavered whether this was a Met or a Mondo. In the end, I was so touched by the film, I had to give it a praise Jeebus Mondo. Okay. Praise Jeebus. Praise Jeebus. Bryce, tell us about Father Stew. Jackie Weaver as Kathleen Long was tremendous, as she always is. Bam. Everything else in this film is terrible. Every scene with Jackie Weaver in it was Mondo. Every scene without Jackie Weaver was a rage. That probably works out to 15 minutes of Mondo and 109 minutes of Rage. <laughs> Wahlberg was terrible and excruciating to watch. The story seems to preach to the choir without trying to, to connect to anyone else. It is a heavy-handed, poorly acted mess with the exception of the amazing Jackie Weaver. I hated this movie, and I understand why no studio wanted anything to do with it, as Mark Wahlberg had to put up his own cash to star in this crap. This was a rage. Okay. It came through. Rage won out over Jackie Weaver. Now, I don't like sports movies, and I don't like trying to be converted while I watch said movies. And this had both of these things simultaneously. This film is very slow to get to its points, but sprinkled through its slowness, we get epic 
dialogue and performances by Jackie Weaver, who was absolutely incredible. Yes. As Wahlberg's, quote, Stu's mom. Personally, I thought Mark did an okay job of stepping outside his normal one-note persona he portrays. Well, at least as his character developed, so did he to meet the demand. Mel Gibson, the racist, does his normal thing and does a pretty good job at it. This film is filled with typical redemption, God save me crap, but just like more slowly and draggy at times, we were blessed with Marky back to going shirtless in his underwear, which has been his trademark for so long that when he doesn't deliver, I kind of feel a little let down. All in all, the movie did not convert me or make me love any character except Stu's mom. I really yes. don't hate it though, which is surprising. So I guess it's a little bit of a low meh because it wasn't great. But if you're Catholic, you may like this one because you know all the Catholic stuff in it and the fact the priesty stuff that is normally made into movies is different than usual. Maybe because it's too hard to find many good priest movies. I don't know. Hmm. So maybe not money well spent, Mr. Wahlberg. As you shelled out the dough for this little Catholic conversion story, Hail Satan and Jeebus. It was a low man. Uh, FYI, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson are both super Catholic. Super Catholic. Oh yeah, they're super Catholics. And, and yeah, uh, Wahlberg also has a chain of burger joints. So I'm pretty sure he's not hurting for money. Is, are they like got like? I don't Catholic? know what that has to do with it. Yeah, they I'm got Catholic. Saying, he didn't do it to make money. I mean, he did. Oh no, he, no paid, he did. He did it because he wanted to do the. Movie. Well, he did it because yeah. he wants to convert he, people. Well, to he really wanted to make the movie because nobody else would make yeah. it, and he put up his own money. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to convert everyone to Catholicism. Judging by the almost full audience of the theater we were sitting in, obviously some people. I think a lot of Catholics. It. Yeah, a lot went of Catholics movie. showed up to the movie. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, that's the thing lot, that bothered me the most about Catholics this is the preaching. Show up to Kirk Cameron movies too. So. And you know who else did they show up to? Ambulance. Yes. <laughs> they go to Michael Bay movies. There's a lot of people that go see a lot of stuff. And they, eat, and they eat cow. And they eat cow sometimes. They oh, do. Well, nobody should. There you have it. The fight of cow still goes on. All right. What else did we see? The final frontier. Uh, we saw R R R R or rise, roar, revolt. Uh, it's an Indian film that takes action to a level that I didn't know could exist. It has everything in it. Do you want action? Then strap in and keep your eyes glued to the screen. Do you want comedy? This is the movie for you. Do you want romance? Yeah, it's here as well. Do you want a dance competition that is so intense that people are collapsing from exhaustion? You got it. Bingo. <laughs> Do you want a scene where a man fights a tiger with his bare hands? Or a scene where a man throws a motorcycle. Or a scene where a single man takes on hundreds of men and wins. Or a scene where nothing that is happening could possibly happen and you don't care because it's just so much fun. Then watch this movie. Set in the 1920s, an Indian tribal girl is abducted by a British governor. Big mistake because Beam is sent out to find and return her. Along this journey, he meets Ram and an epic friendship is formed. But there is a secret that may destroy the bond. <gasps> this is the launching point for one of the most entertaining three hours you'll ever experience. Where the movie excels is the fact that it never takes itself seriously, and yet the film itself is very serious. I am serious too when I tell you that this Indian action extravaganza, extravaganza, extravag back to no voice today, was Mondo. Okay. Well, okay, listeners. First off, close your eyes. Are they closed? Hey, you, in the red shirt. We're on the radio. Your, your eyes are open, I can tell. Okay, so now everybody's eyes are closed. Now imagine you're in the jungle of India during British occupation. Yep. Imagine how tranquil and beautiful this world is oh, that's so nice. before the evil Brits come to steal your baby. You bastards. Now imagine a movie 
that does all the annoying things that American films do, but does it Bollywood style in such an over-the-top, action-packed, motherfucking ass-kicking, dick-punching Bollywood spectacle that you never, ever want it to end. Now open your eyes, get in your car while you listen to our podcast and drive as fast as humanly possible to the nearest cinema to see our 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 to fulfill a lifelong dream of seeing Bollywood dance-offs, horse rider fights, brotherly love, action so big to music so pounding you feel your heart and genitals will never stop throbbing. Now, also, picture piggyback fights to the death. Yes. And body blood-soaked revenge and motorcycle tossing beyond your wildest dreams. Now, imagine so having the most fun you have ever had in a movie that was yes. three hours that you wished it would never end. That, my friends, is only the tip of the proverbial iceberg of how great this movie is. In North America, we are so used to seeing the evil Russians or the evil Germans from World War II, or perhaps you might get to see the evil North Koreans, but you have not seen evil till you've seen the eyes or through the eyes of our Indian brothers of how evil the British are and how much you want to beat the living snot out of every single Brit that existed in the planet as they invaded India. This film had me laughing and cheering and dancing and singing from moment one to the very last second of the amazing closing credits. And when they were over, I kept waiting for something more to happen. And Bryce had to drag me screaming from the building. This film was so, not Mondo. It was Bollywoodgasm action film, Super Mondogasm. And to steal a line from our friend George, I am now just counting time until I can get to see R, R, R again. So the time good. between so good. is excruciating. This was a spectacle I want to relive again. I'm with you, brother. What'd you think, Murray? You left early. I left really early. I didn't make it through. <laughs> you didn't make it to the More good More on that later. All right. Mondo! You're not even going to give it a review Mondo. for the first part of it? I you didn't saw, see it enough? I saw one-sixth of the movie. Oh. So no. Did you like the first scene where the dude went no. ape shit and attacked no. everybody? Like I said, more on that later. Okay. <laughs> really? I have a feeling I know what it was that drove him from the building. We had a, a little kid who was, uh, that was part of being it. babysat by her more, parents. More on that later. It was all over. All right. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. <sighs> sweet, sweet rage. Obviously still Putin, but uh, in addition to him, my rage this week is very deep-seated in religion. And don't try and hide a conversion film into something just because you throw, it, throw your money at it and make a film for us to have to watch because it happened to be one of the only four films that we're playing this weekend. Please don't try and pre present this as anything more than a conversion film, which I am not ever going to convert to Catholicism. That's my rage this week. Mark Wahlberg, go back to doing what you do best, taking your shirt off, Fighting robots. putting on your tight underwear, and being your regular self, which is mostly just yourself. That's my rage. All right. That's fair. have like a wicked rage this week not um, wicked at all nah i mean you're the only one that gave out a rage this week i'm just i'm just disappointed oh. that more people aren't, aren't watching documentaries that i think might change their opinions about things um i'm vegan i don't talk about it much i don't i'm not preachy about it no you're not 
I don't sit there and, you know, belittle people when they're chowing down on their hamburgers and whatnot. You know, I'm thinking it, but I'm not saying it. No. I just wish that people would watch a trilogy of documentaries. I'm going to suggest it right now. If you watch it, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. Um, there are three documentaries that I think everybody should watch. Um, one is called What the Health. If you're yep. concerned about health, it's a good you film. should watch it. One is called Cowspiracy. Yes, very if, good movie. If saving the planet is your thing, you that's should watch it. That's the movie it. for you. And Cow. If animal rights is your thing, that's the movie you should watch. And I would implore everybody to watch all three because you'll know where your food comes from. You'll yep. know what impact it has on this world. And uh, that's it. I just hope that some, if one person watches these three movies and makes a difference at all, that's cool. Uh, as I say, I don't sit here and preach. I'll leave it at that. That's my mild rage this week. It's that, not really that, a rage, that more per se. Well, that more I people... I would say... That these movies haven't reached more people. That is my rage. Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> I guess to jump on your bandwagon a little bit, um, I think most of us live in a world of ignorance when it comes to how we get food to our tables. Yep. Right? And... Um, as Murray, like Murray lived, grew up on farms. I grew up around farms. I know yeah. exactly where the food's coming from. Yeah, yeah. And, and I still eat it. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, again, Rice isn't judging the fact that you eat it, just like, hopefully you don't, but apparently you do sometimes judge that he's a vegan. No, I just, <laughs> I just don't like going to vegan restaurants because there's nothing for me to eat. Well, there's French fries. You eat French fries, don't you? Yeah, but as I've been told many times, potatoes aren't a vegetable. They're not, but they're still food. <laughs> Which you can eat. Anyway, no, I respect the vegan thing. It's just it'll never be for me. Yeah. I like my meat. There you go. I and think it's... it's one the, and it's one of the few things as a diabetic I can actually eat. Actually, there's lots of Because I can't eat, eat carbs. Yeah. Like, I can eat protein. I, actually, the, we won't go too much into discussion around this, just but saying. there's there's actually another documentary that Merck should see. Yeah, no. I, I which is that. actually about this... I forget what the name of it is, but it's it's one where this guy so goes I've, vegan... And then he loses. He stops becoming diabetic because yeah. he became a vegan. Yeah, no, I've been told actually, times. <laughs> so, so yeah. ultimately, as, the, as I say, I, I, I wish, in my heart of hearts, I wish Murray would watch these three documentaries, nope. but he's not going <laughs> to nope. watch any of them. Nope. <laughs> but okay, so here's the thing. I, I think, I think, where maybe I say North America because that's where we live, but I think. Our society needs to see more documentaries that are important. Like even we saw with Navalny last week. Yes. We're now getting some of these super powerful documentaries to open our eyes to what's happening around us. And I just think, you know, seeing a third Fantastic Beast, and if you're telling me there's going to be four more, or, or seeing a pet project to At convert us to two. Catholicism, we get these type of movies, but we don't get the main... Like when was the last big documentary that you've heard say everybody saw this documentary and they talked about it. I can't even can't even name one. It was probably like Super Size Me or yeah, Super Size Me. Super Size Me. Was that twenty something years ago? Truth was pretty big. Yeah, yeah exactly. Twenty some right. years ago. The, the, too. The, you're right, Marie. That's another one. And the yeah. and then on the one with the Leonardo DiCaprio did uh, not that long ago about uh, uh, about um, uh, global change. Yeah. Right. I forget what the movie I was, but that. but that's what I mean. Is is that we They're need more of these in mainstream yeah. cinemas that people can go. I mean, yeah, maybe people are trying to escape their lives. That's why they go to movies and see ambulance. Yes, that's exactly but, why. but you know, sometimes seeing a movie Some, can open your mind to a better yeah, sometimes life. Sometimes it's good to open. Uh, your I don't eyes. like people preaching at me. Well, it's and not, yet you, it's not preaching, and yet, Murray. It's just and it's wait just a minute, no, wait a minute, and yet no. he gave a mondo to a Catholicism. Yeah, film. that was <laughs> that, that <laughs> nothing but preach. <laughs> nothing. I but saw preach. it as a story of a man's life. Okay, uh -huh. which touched me. It's true you didn't get converted. Nothing to do with the Catholic religion. You, you nothing didn't. to do no. with it. Okay, nothing to do with it. It was a boxer. It had to do with the man himself, right? Mm. Anyway. Who was a boxer? Yeah, it was a boxer. It was a boxer movie. The hard and fast life, and he paid the consequences in the he end. He did. Mm. So no, I loved it. Anyway, perfect. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Do you like cute dogs? Of course you do. We have a cute dog, and we'll share pictures of her if you listen to our podcast. We are Two Idiots and a Dog, and we talk about movies and other media. And post pictures of our dog, Kaiju. New episodes post weekly on podpage.com slash T-I-A-A-D media. 
You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at T-I-A-A-D Media and wherever fine podcasts are sold. So give us a listen. You wouldn't want to disappoint Kaiju. Their dog is adorable. Is it? It is. Alright. Dogs are delicious too. Some parts of the the world. Yeah, Koreans kind of eat a lot of dogs. So I couldn't make it through R. 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 I can't really review it. Yet... It still made me rage. Hmm. Starting with the in-theater experience that Jim alluded to. Maybe the guys didn't notice, but there was a bratty four-year-old running and jumping up and down the (laughs) steps and getting cootie germs all over the unoccupied seats at the front. I complained twice to the manager. Of course, nothing was done about it. Of course not. Why the hell do parents bring children to the movies? I don't mean the Disney Pixar G-rated stuff. Yeah. You're going to get misbehaving kids in that This one. movie was not for, for four-year-old girls or boys, This I can was tell 9 you. o'clock on a Monday night. 9.45. Yeah. Hire a damn babysitter. Yeah. That makes me rage a lot. I And so you should. Um. Yeah. So I got you. fed up and left. Next, did you did they give you your money back? No, I just left. I, I complained on the way out again. I said the bratty kid's still doing it, but obviously not going to do anything about it. Well, and unfortunately for Murray, which was kind of, I, I could I was, see this brewing from above because we were at the top. Yeah, I was near the front, and their parents were in figuring, front of I us. I was trying to figure out why you kept on leaving the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I, I left twice to complain. It's like, boy, I his bladder to, must left, be full. I left twice to complain. Yeah, yeah and third but, time I left. But here's for good. the thing: is that the kid would escape our area of the film and go hang out at Murray's area. No, it wasn't so, my area. It was the first like three. Yeah, rows. that's what I mean. But you were down there. Yeah. In the, it, like, it, that's it all you're looking just, at. It wasn't just crawling. It was like bounding two steps at a time. Thump, thump, thump. Yeah. Anyway, that was only the first problem. Uh-oh. Next, the running time. Three hours? Three hours is too long for any movie. Not, not this it, not one. Not when it's too this long, awesome. Too long for the Avengers. Too long yes. for this. No. No movie should have to be three hours long. I wanted it to be three hours of awesome. If you have that much story to tell, break it up into two movies, like Twilight, Hunger Games, or the last two Harry Potters. People have to pee, and three hours is too long for anybody to hold it. So if you had to go in the middle of the movie, you missed the movie. That's my point. You just got to run. I didn't have to go at all. Finally, the movie itself. I worked in broadcast television for 20 years. Yes. The last half of which I watched multicultural programming. Yes. And a different Bollywood movie every weekend. Sounds like joy. For 10 years, that's 500 films. Nice. And I maybe enjoyed three of them. Aw, mer. Um... This, this, folks, was a Bollywood movie. Like, there's no escaping it. Oh, yeah. I no, left no. when they started singing. I'm like, okay, it's a Bollywood movie. I thought it was just an action movie, but no, it's a Bollywood movie. Um, three ridiculous action sequences in the first half hour. Yes. yes. First, a single soldier yep. takes yes. on about a thousand protests. It's probably more like 3,000. Outside of it's prison. more like 3,000. By himself. Loved yes. It. Fights through all of them and still comes back with the bad guy. Yes. Determined. Second, a team of hunters try to trap a wolf, but get a tiger. Yes. And the guy goes one on one with this massive. Yes. Yes. And so the tiger, the tiger, the guy who fights the tiger has to eventually fight the guy who fought 3000 people. It's fantastic. Lastly, the two heroes from the previous scenes get together on a bridge to save some kid yes! trapped on the ocean surrounded yes. by fire. It was so good. In it was the so water. Good. Actually, it wasn't the ocean. I think that's just the Ganges. I think it's just the Ganges. the water. That's the point. He was in the water yep. surrounded by fire yes. in the water. Yes. Gasoline covered water. It was fantastic. There was plenty of rope swinging, yes. flag waving, yes. so much and flag a bro waving. handshake at the end of it. It was. So good. And then the opening credits finally rolled about yes. 30 minutes into the film. I know. But it was the singing that made me tap out. What? what? You love Sorry, singing. just couldn't take it anymore. You love musicals. Like I said, 500 Bollywood films. Yeah. I'm forced to sounds watch like. at work. So, that sounds yeah. like. 
That sounds like pure joy. No, it really did wasn't. He like Phantom of the Opera. He did like. That's Phantom. different. That's a musical. This oh, okay. is Bollywood is crap. It is not. It's no, so, it is not. Yes, it is. Why don't we go to Bollywood movies more often then? There's at least two every week at Sunrise. We should. We, should. we don't go to any of them. I, but, but let's do but, it. But the reason that we don't is because we know you don't like no, Bollywood. You can go without me, but you choose not to. Okay. Anyway, I just couldn't take it anymore. If you enjoy that kind of movie, more power to you. We did. Not for me. Loved it. Done. That doesn't sound like a joyful merman. No, it wasn't because I was pissed off at this movie. Yeah, but were you more pissed off at the movie or more pissed off at the parents that didn't? No, the kid was annoying. Kid. But the movie, I sat through a half an hour and then I realized what kind of movie it was, and I got fed up. I'm like, this, I'm not sitting through three hours of this. Oh, and it was our second movie of the day. It so, was the second movie of the day. I and I would have got me home at like twelve thirty at night. I'm like, no. Yep, I got home just after. One. Yeah. yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't worth it. So, no, it was before. It was before that. Maybe. We got home I don't know. Anyway. I so couldn't yeah, sleep anyway. Me, I, was, I, know, I was so pumped I was up so pumped movie. up. These two love it. Right. So if you like that kind of thing, go see it. I, I think anybody who loves I don't know the crazy last movie. action I don't films. know about the last movie where I've watched it. And like, I, how many times did I go, yes. <laughs> I just love seeing the Brit British as a villain. It yeah. was just, oh. they were so evil. Was, they were. Ugh. Why they're called the Empire. That's right. Yes. Or the colonizers. Yes. I'm also part British, so. So, so am, am I. I. <laughs> who, who isn't? I, I'm actually, I think, almost course, 100% The British, British can't hold a candle to my real ancestors. That's right. That would be the Vikings. That's right. The Vikings took them down many times. Yes, they did. Until they stopped taking them down. Yes, mm. until they gave up. Until they got colonized by the Brits. Exactly. Anyway. But yeah, enjoy it if you want it. That's... That was a really good minute. Uh, it was an aggravating one. Ugh. I feel your pain, though. Okay, so first thing we got to do, this is from the walking off that the Murr so graciously introduced, reintroduced us to True Romance. Yeah. But before, as we had discussed last week, why is Dennis Hopper not on our mesmerized list? Because he's not always mesmerized. He's always mesmerized. Sometimes he's just annoying. Okay, when have you seen him where he's annoying? don't know. You can't find a movie. Oh, He's annoying. Read off his movies. I'll tell you which ones he was annoying. Well, we need to ask Murray first. Are you a Dennis Hopper fan, Mur? Sort of. Yeah, of course you are, because he's mesmerizing. Oh, okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, right off the bat. He, he was, was just, mesmerizing. No, he was not. He was. No, he wasn't. That's when I hated the first one. Yeah. The first one was fantastic. First, <laughs> first one was one of the best horror Greatest movies, horror movies ever, ever created. Yeah, it's true. He's been in a lot of movies. He's like he's like walking in that way. Yeah, but he, he always does. steals every scene. No. He does. No. He doesn't. Well, you're going to make this more difficult if we don't add Dennis Hopper onto the Cuz you know why he's doing this? I'm just I'm just saying Bryce is not the teller of truths that he likes to pretend he is. I am totally the teller of truths. Because Dennis Hopper is mesmerizing. There's mm. nobody more mesmerizing than Dennis Hopper in okay. blue I, I don't. Number one, had he had I said he yes. is, I still wouldn't be picking Dennis Hopper as the most mesmerizing in the scene, literally last in the week. Best scene in the movie. Literally last week. No, I said I said it's between those two, and I didn't say that he was more mesmerizing than walking in that scene. I just said these two were. It was amazing, and if it was based on that performance, Dennis Hopper could be mesmerizing. The problem is. He can't be because he was in that scene with Mr. Christopher Walken. He would have taken him down. No. Yeah, that's the only reason because ultimately Bryce wants Christopher Walken no. to stay it on has all the time. To do. No. He just thinks Christopher Walken is the most. I'll tell, you, I, I tell you one thing. He, he's, I'm still baffled by your Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover thing was last week. way more uh, mesmerizing. No, you just want him. Christi on the, Christopher you just want Walken. Him on the list Christopher forever. Walken so was even, not mesmerizing so in so that don't movie. Even, don't even give me that crap. You I'm just, giving it to you. You could have had Crispin Glover against the most mesmerizing performance. You could have had her. Had him against if it was against, against Dennis Jackie, Hopper, you could have him against Jackie Weaver, and you would have come with with a way to keep Crispin Glover on the stupid list. I think Crispin Glover, not Glover, 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 was way way more mesmerizing than Christopher Walken in that film. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, he was boring in that film. I've already said who I think, and you're gonna say. I'm you're, saying you're, you're gonna say. Gary Oldman. I, I am going to say are. Gary Oldman. So you, didn't even so know. you didn't even know yeah, it was did. Gary Oldman. You, you didn't know it was Gary Oldman. 
I forgot that Gary Oldman was in it. And then, then when you saw it, I'll, I'll tell you one thing because that was at, that scene was at the beginning. I was like, holy crap, Christopher Walken is in trouble because Gary Oldman was mesmerizing in that scene. Oh yeah. And then we got. To we don't Chris- get to see them. Then we got together. to the Christopher Walken scene. Yeah, see, and that is one of the great scenes in in cinematic. I hundred percent agree with you. And Christopher, but Dennis Walken- Hopper was more mesmerizing. Okay. Forget about that. Who cares if Dennis... Let's say you think Dennis Hopper's more mesmerizing. Yes. It, it doesn't matter. Because yes. he's not on, in this competition. It's true. So you're saying... He should that, be. You're saying that Oldman was more mesmerizing. Oldman just had an over-the-top, you know, flamboyant character. Now, yes. was the character more mesmerizing? Or was it his actual performance? Mm. Well, Christopher Walken didn't need an over-the-top character. Christopher Walken wasn't over the top he for a change of pace. Actor. For he a cha- that's what I just said. For a change of pace in this role, he wasn't. He played it low key, and you know what? He was absolutely mesmerizing. He was. It's too bad he, Dennis Hopper wasn't on the oh, list for though. Crying in a bucket. Whatever. Anyways, you say that. I say that. Everybody's still on. Well, Murray hasn't seen it. No, I didn't see it. So I well, it all. It doesn't matter. If Murray eventually sees it, then it still doesn't matter. No. No. Because we disagreed. But I'm kind of, I kind of feel what you're I, saying. I, I do agree Dennis Hopper is mesmerizing, but Bryce I'm kind of, Bryce vetoed that. I'm so. kind of thinking about what you're saying though. About the character instead of the performance? Yeah. I have to watch it again. Oh, I don't want to watch this movie again. I love this movie. I hate this movie. I don't know this movie can, is literally... It's a very polarizing it's, movie. It's one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it, actually, if, it's if, actually if you good. want to, it's, If you really want to torture me again, put this in your fucking rage bag. No. Because this is what, to, this movie is okay, torture. By the, by the way, that's not something we're going to do. We're not going to make... make once, we've, once we've watched a movie, whether it's for Rage or Dare or for this, we're not putting it in again. That's insane. Okay, I'm not going to watch the whole movie because otherwise i'm gonna rewatch all the scenes with gary otherwise i'm just gonna put my whole bag is gonna be phantom of the opera and you can sit there and watch that every time you choose for my bag (laughs) well mine's gonna just be top gun well there you go (laughs) and we'll both be in hell forever (laughs) and murray will be in joy exactly okay so you know what i'm putting i'm putting my vote on hold this week then i'm gonna rewatch just the scenes of Christopher Walken. Yeah, just watch those scenes. It's and like, it's like 10 minutes. Gary cold. Oldman. Yeah. And then I'm going to decide. Because I, I agree that that character is great. And don't get me wrong. Gary Oldman's a freaking chameleon. And he is fantastic. He's mesmerizing. Like, he is. It's, it is killing me. Killing me. That he might be off. So I'm actually kind of glad you chose Gary Oldman. I just think you may have chosen for the wrong reasons. I have to rewatch it. And, and and Christopher Walken, sometimes you forget how he can be understated and he can yeah, still yeah, yeah. convey so much. It's, it's true. Just, but anyways. I, I, you know what? The problem I have is that Dennis Hopper was more mesmerizing in that scene. So I can't, that's the thing that's getting me. That's the thing that's hooking me in that as I was watching it, I'm like, you're, well, you're this, is, just, this is easy yeah. because Dennis Hopper's more which mesmerizing. I, which I don't agree with. And then I'm going... So this is why am I watching? It doesn't make sense. Damn it all! There you go, Marie. You are a god among men. Yeah, well, I try. It's a thing, for sure. It's a thing. Uh, was there? Did we need to talk about anybody else this week? I don't know. I mean, I could, you know, you could Should say we? you could say Jackie Weaver's mesmerizing, but at the same time, man, we don't need this list any bigger. I can't even name two movies she's in. Uh, I can name so yeah, Rebel Kingdom, 30. and uh, I don't know. She's been in a ton of stuff. She's pretty mesmerizing. Don't put me on the spot. Not much I've seen. Anyway. She's pretty mesmerizing. Oh, she's unbelievably mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. Agree, she was very good. But Marie hasn't seen enough of her. No, probably won't. <laughs> All right, last time on Rage or Dare, Jim is lucky enough to pull the classic Babs film from Bryce's bag of musicals and rom-coms when he picked Hello, Dolly from 1969 before I was even born. I do like 69. This week, Jim and Bryce skip, skip, skip to my Lou, whatever the hell that means, and can choose to rage or dare. Check in with Jim and see if Walter Matthau plays his usual Oscar Madison role, or does Babs have the ability to give him any range other than rage with her constant singing and dancing? Oh. 
sounds terrible. I can't wait to hear your review of this one. I am really looking forward to this. I thought you might. There's an updraft in her underpants. And that's no lie. And pretty much sums up this movie. Seeing Louis Armstrong singing Hello, Dolly was well worth the price of admission. I'll give you that. Plus, directed by Twinkle Toes himself, Gene motherfucking Kelly. Yes. Directed this movie. He did. Bosom lifted, daughter dated, or some marriage consummated. Torso pounded, <laughs> liver tested. Put on the songs now. Apparently, 1969 had crazy people walking around offering all kinds of services. Let's just recap some of these services that Babs, in her role as Hello Dolly, so she could lift your bosom. Yep. She could somehow date your daughter. Yes. She could get some marriage consummated. I'm thinking, I don't know how. Torso pounding. Liver testing. What? The fact that this movie opens with a song that shows that she can do all these things. What does it mean? It does mean a lot of things. I kind of want a few of these things even now. This is the song she sings at the very start of the movie. Yes. So she's a plastic surgeon, alcoholic pimp. So far, I'm on board. Yes. But even these kind of great service offerings can't save the terrible stage-like acting along with the terrible forced dialogue and terrible singing. Did you know that musicians have to sing? And for no apparent reason whatsoever? Hmm. In movies that are musicals? Yeah. I did not know that. Interesting fact, Walter Matthau is the Pierce Brosnan of singing for 1969. <laughs> if you have heard Pierce Brosnan sing, and all of us have, now imagine him singing for two hours and 26 minutes. Now oh. I know you're thinking he couldn't actually have sang that long. Well, no, he didn't. But it sure as hell felt like he was singing for two hours and 29 minutes. I thought I was going to get... The Barbara Streisand we know and love from Prince of Tides. No, no, no. We got the overacting, annoying, and nonstop talking yes. and, oh, and or singing for two hours and 26 minutes. Sorry, Jim. How long was that movie? It was two hours and 26 minutes. Yes. Barbara S. Hmm. Who in their right mind makes a stage play musical with terrible blue screen backdrops and thinks that watching someone annoying for two hours and 26 minutes would be fun? Plus, important to note, just like today, the Academy makes great decisions because it gave this film three Oscars. One for best art slash set design, where apparently at the time blue screens weren't a thing, uh -huh. but they were in this movie. Best sound, um, okay. Best music or score for a song that literally lasted, I think, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like when she, uh, I, I'll get to that. Yeah, the Academy sure continues to get it right. Apparently, just like nowadays, musicals don't hire people, but Streisand for their singing. Because every single person in this film, yep. except for her, was completely awful except for Louis Armstrong. Yes. And this is probably a good time to say the plot of this story mm. is about a woman marrying an old rich dude so she can get away from selling hats. <laughs> yep. Old man droopy balls slapping around is way better than having to sell hats for a living. Yes. Actually, as I say this now, the story was actually kind of awesome. Now that I'm actually rethinking of it. Plus, all the dancing. If there isn't singing, there's dancing. I mean, Gene Kelly directed this, right? Yep. It would be a musical, yes. Yeah. At 45 minutes in, I know why Bryce picked this film. Nope. Not because it's a period piece, stage play, musical dance-a-thon. Mm. It's because it's fucking two hours and 26 motherfucking minutes. But some of that was made up of watching an entire parade. 
where they tortured this poor little pig, plus all who had to watch it. But you know, back in the 1960s, I think they used a slogan on all their films saying, all animals were harmed in the making of this picture. Oh my. All in all, I actually laughed a lot at what people thought was a movie back in 1969. So even though the singing and dancing and the Streisand was kind of bad, I still got Louis Armstrong and some of the funniest dialogue and songs I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. So it was Mondo. (laughs) It wasn't Mondo. And in case you were wondering, she belongs apparently everywhere. Mm. Take from that what you will. You know, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. She's everywhere. Yes. It was so much fun. I know. We watched it as a family. You're welcome. And (laughs) did I mention it was... Two hours and 26 minutes? You did. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a little torn here because this movie was really painful to watch. But at the same time, let me just go back to tell you what her profession was. Yes. She was a plastic surgeon alcoholic pimp. Mm. Sold hats? No, no, it wasn't her. So the premise of the story is Walter Matthau. Yep. He's a rich dude who's also a dick. Like his every character he, he does. He was an old dude, 1969. Yep, he's always been. He's an always old been dude. an old dude, and and she, Do- Dolly Parton. Hello, Dolly Parton's Barbara Streisand, is basically someone who gets stuff done, mm. like all those things I listed, plus way more. She's yeah. a fixer. She's a she's kind of like a an intervener, or you know, like a get. I don't know what like an influencer. Maybe that was what she would be in today's date. And so she tries to hook him up. But ultimately, her ultimate goal is that she wants to marry him. Yes. Because she's in love with him because he's so annoying, <laughs> which made no sense. So, But the girl he was supposed to be hooked up with, she kiboshes that and sets her the hat girl up yeah. with two other people. Ah. And so... So everybody wins. Everybody's, everyone's a winner, baby. That's no lie. Including me. It was funny... It was awful. It was a rage. <laughs> but how long was it? It was two hours and 26 I think that's the only reason you picked it. He looked up, okay, what's the longest musical that's ever been? There oh, literally it's was. not even close. There was no, a, there's longer there ones, was but, yeah. There was a, a parade. They actually showed a parade in this movie. I'm just like, what? Uh, Have you seen this movie, Murray? No. Okay. Well, and Barbara Streisand is so annoying in this. Like, she's just... But she does it really well. Yes. There you go. Yeah, it's bad. You're welcome. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so we're going to skip our Rager Dare for next week, as well as the list for next week, because we're heading into cuff season. Oh, okay. Right? But yes. we will still pick. You're going to still pick one? Yeah, man. From where? Uh, where are we supposed to pick it from? Rager Dare. Is it, do we get to rage or dare? That's what the story says? Oh, that, oh, 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 oh. All right. Well, do we want to pick from Murray's Ice Creamy Bag, or do we want to pick from the dare bag? I'll let you decide this time. Uh, what did we choose last time? I don't know. Just They were they always end up being the same. Terrible. Except for me. Well, yeah. let's go dare bag. All right. Saving your hot, juicy goodness for another day, man. creamy goodness. We, when we come back, we'll be seeing Ballistics X versus Seaver <laughs> from 2002. Yeah, that's Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu Antonio Banderas, yeah. I believe. That's right. I which, right. which I believe was uh, named one of the worst movies of all time by a lot of people. Yeah. I, mean, I, li- it, I like Lucy Liu. It was pure action. I didn't mind it, but yeah, the story was stupid. I think I remember this. I do too. I, saw it I remember theater. it being terrible. I saw this in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I saw it, and I don't remember it. Yeah. So that's usually a good sign. It might be just Couldn't a Couldn't have meh. been that bad if I don't remember it. It might, be, it might just be a meh. Yeah. Right? I hope so. Yeah, maybe. Hope, I hope it's a Mondo. I hope so too. If I watched it, it might be. <laughs> well, you know what? This was a very rage-filled, yes, delicious, delicious, tasty treat of a movie. Mm. And I'm not talking about cow. 
But what I am saying is thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, the extended Film Rage family. And you know who they are, and you can find them in our show notes. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a rage blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, or send us an email to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, just please make us rage. Please? Pretty, pretty, pretty please. That's it for this week. Rage on! Rage on!